0: Live from Austin, Texas, it's the K&A Sports Bigs Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Cofield & Associates. For over 20 years, specializing in Oracle application delivery. Hey folks, this is GK and, and TK here. Um, had an exciting 2020 NFL draft, and we thought we'd do a, a podcast to kind of go over some of our, our thoughts. Um, but first, before we get into the draft, uh, I wanted to to uh thank our we have a new sponsor on the show. It's the re reelection committee for Richard M. Nixon. Hey, why not? <laughs> uh also TK. Um let your listeners know you got a response last week. We threw it out there to Tottenham and Arsenal to recruit you, basically recruit your fandom. um, And you got a response. You want to tell our listeners? Yeah.
1: Well, that was great. Um, I was hopeful, you know, I was hopeful, but I didn't know if they would hear it. But Toddy and Ham, who I believe works in the, Development office, the fan relations office for the Hotspurs. They, I guess, they heard the podcast, um, or someone, a listener, let them know that we had put this out on the pod. Um, and they re and they um, emailed us this week making the case for why I should be a, um, a fan of uh, Tottenham. And I thought their case was strong. They pointed out just the Tottenham, you know, the rooster on the football is a cooler, more whimsical look than they, um, the brash cannon. Um, they pointed out that Tottenham, I think they said they do not have an advertisement on their sleeve. So that's a plus, too, because I think we all like less less branding with our sports teams. And then finally, they sent me some swag. They sent me a Harry Kane mug, a Tottenham jersey, and sweatsuit. Um, so it was great. I thought the case was great. And um, I, w- I would say Tottenham has the lead, but I'm putting it out out there. This is a battle. They won, but they have not won. the. Um, it's still up in the air. So um, I need... If if you think I should change my uh, mind, you need to send something in now because I'm getting dangerously close to to um, to uh, finalizing it. So if there's anyone out there who'd like to say anything else, they still have one last chance.
0: Okay, you hear that Arsenal Gunners um, organization? Send TK some swag uh, if you want him to be a fan. He's an influential podcaster influential social social media um covering um the EPL here in the United States so I think it would be uh be quite a coup if you could change his mind um but let's get let's get down to the NFL draft and um hey Tanner it was a interesting draft for the beloved Seahawks uh what were your thoughts on the Seahawks draft
1: I thought it was good um you know I think with the way their picks fell, they were never going to have a flashy draft. And just their needs weren't in the quarterback. Um, you know, I think the quarterbacks just draw the most uh, focus. But I thought they filled key holes. Um, I know there was some concern. People thought they reached on some picks. But it seems to me like Carroll is a guy who he. Really gets to know players and really thinks about who fits into the uh, system. So to me, he's not someone who's going to go out and necessarily pick the number one player who's left on the um, board. He really, I think, looks at who's going to fit in with the with the uh, team. And I think they did a. a um, I give them a, a B plus. I think they filled key needs, but I thought it was a good draft for uh, for them.
0: I, I like it. I, I I agree. So the thing that uh, people criticize, let's take Jordan Brooks, their first pick linebacker out of Texas Tech. A lot of people criticized the uh, Seahawks, saying that they could have gotten him in a second round. Uh, a couple, my response to that is is a they 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 try to trade trade back, but it so happens that Green Bay got a um, a better offer to to trade up. And the second thing is the Seahawks and the Patriots. I would say are probably the two best run organizations. I mean, the Ravens, uh, of course, um, but the Seahawks have very specific attributes and measurables that they're looking in a player. So you can criticize that you think that you know that the Twitter sphere and all these draft gurus say Jordan Brooks was was rated as a second or third round draft pick on their board. But for the Seahawks, he was probably the highest rated um, linebacker at the point where they came up. Everyone talked about Patrick Queen, the, who the Ravens talk was was a, a higher prospect. But the Seahawks stayed true to their board. And I like the fact that they got Jordan Brooks and Daryl Taylor to add some speed to the defense.
1: Taylor is a great pick. I think they need... Someone to get pressure. I mean, if you watch some of the games last year, you know, even the game where we were at, the quarterback would drop back and they had an hour. They could have made a meal. And I mean, they they needed they need their defense to step up. And the D line is going to be key next year. So I think that they did the right thing. And I also have heard from some tech fans that they love Brooks. They said he's fast. He's speedy. He uh, he um, he hits hard, um, and I think Carol can coach him well. Um, there's a little concern. I read his pass uh, coverage is so-so, so they're going to have to work on that. But it seems like he has all the um, all the uh, tools there to be great in this league.
0: Yeah, I I agree, and you know I think the. The fact that they took Taylor and also in the fifth fifth round, they took Alton Robinson. I think those are intriguing prospects. they still holding out hope that they either um, sign Clowney, um, sign Griffin, or Trey Fernacque uh, of the Jaguars. I s- we still like to see that one, one additional signing.
1: I think Clowney could, in my view, take them from being a team that I think could be. A, a wild card team to a thing to a team that could uh, challenge for the uh, West this year. Yeah, I it think did. that it's going to be the best factor if they can get someone
0: like him. And the thing I like about their draft, and, and especially with Brooks and Taylor and Robinson, is that you look at the Rams, the the ers and the Cardinals. They all have speed on offense. They all have, uh, you know, what you know? a bunch of wide outs, throwing to the tight ends, um, running backs. Uh, so Seahawks definitely needed uh, speed. Also uh, Dunbar, um, the cornerback that they picked up from the Redskins is going to help a lot. Maybe they can get some more um, coverage sacks because guys were open all over the field. Um, so that, you know, the fact that you add – um, Dunbar with Shaquille Griffin, um, and, and, you know, having Quandre Diggs, um, healthy, I think, I think their secondary should, should be better. Um, so hope, hopefully the, um, uh, we can get some also coverage sacks as well.
1: So GK, one of the shots of the draft, the Packers to Jordan Love the heir now to the Rodgers and Favre um, line. What do you make of this pick? Is this the end of the Rodgers era as we, um, as we uh, know it, or is it going to be a uh, backup for a uh, few years?
0: Um, man, they've, they've gotten a lot of criticism um, there. Um, and I can understand some of the criticism in that, in the fact that they did not take a wide receiver. I mean, they desperately needed a wide receiver. Um, and Rogers is 36. So, your first round pick, you didn't give in, you didn't, you know, do anything to help him. Um, but I like the pick. Um, he's, people compare him to a poor man, Mahomes. Um, he's going to sit for a couple years. And, you know, if, if Rodgers is playing like Brady and Breeze into his 40s, you can do what the Patriots did with Garoppolo. You can turn him around and tra- and trade him for, um, for draft picks. Um, but it's it's worth the risk. It's worth worth the gamble. You know, he'll have a couple of years to develop. Um, there's no pressure to have him play. And you look at Mahomes; it sat out for for one year except for the last game of the season. So I think it's worth the risk. If I was Green Bay, I would have drafted a wide receiver somewhere second third round but um but actually i'm a contrarian and and you know the jordan love pick uh you know i can i definitely can see the reasoning to me uh,
1: rogers i think one of the greatest of all time no doubt but if you look at him the past year it's not hard to imagine that he's on the other side of his peak that's no knock on him. I mean, most quarterbacks, you know, Brady is the outlier. <laughs> most quarterbacks aren't winning Super Bowls in their 40s. Um, you know, it's a tough league, and I think he's been hit a lot. Um, you know, I would like to say he has three or four good years left, but at 36, you just don't know. And I think he's definitely a, still a great player, but I think he's on the other side of that peak. So if you think Love is the real deal, you know, why not take that risk? And like you said, I mean, it used to be common for a quarterback to wait two to three years before. Um, So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, I think what's going to be interesting to see, like you said, how will Love – will there come a time when they trade him? Because, you know, there are so many teams that need a – that needs someone like him. And if he's sitting for two to three years, I think they could trade him and maybe get some more draft picks. So we'll see. I mean, I think the Packers are a good team, but we saw they're still, I think quite a bit behind the, uh, the top teams in the league. Right. Right. um, Now they got blown. They were blown out last year and it's hard to see them making that leap next year. So, We'll see. Like planning for the uh, future.
0: Yep. Um, another interesting um, pick um, was the Cowboys' uh, C.D. Lamb. Um, some people thought he was the best wide receiver in the Cowboys. Uh, he was actually the third wide receiver that went off the board. Uh, what were your thoughts on C.D. Lamb and the Cowboys' draft?
1: So I know Jerry Jones can get some flack for being and- – you know, he can be impulsive. He, on draft day, I think he, he likes to think in jersey sales, what will get the fans pumped up. Um, but I'm actually going to side with him on this one and say, I think he is a very, very talented player. And with where the Cowboys were, the fact that he was still there for them to pick, I think that they can justify that pick. Um I think he's talented. I think there's a question how long Coop will be there. So I do not blame the boys for that pick. I think he was he is going to be a great uh player and I think it was good to pick him up since he was still there at a uh, 17.
0: Yeah, I like that pick. Um giving giving Dak another weapon. Um you know Zeke has had a lot of carries his first few few years. So running running backs life is usually uh, it's a short shelf life, um, and it's almost impossible to to eventually find a replacement for for Zeke. So at some point you're gonna have to rely more on Dak. Um, uh-huh. So I like it. You know, give him give him another yeah. another weapon. The other thing I really liked about the Cowboys draft were the two cornerbacks they took with the second and fourth pick, uh, Trevon Diggs and Reggie Robinson from the University of Tulsa. Tulsa University. Wow. Yes, I saw as uh, a TU guy, I saw quite a bit of Reggie Robinson, and he had quite a jump. In um, his performance, improvement from his uh, junior to to senior year, so I I expect him to make the team, and I expect um, both him and Diggs to be contributors. The one um, area that I think the Cowboys are still lacking is safety, and it's funny. Yes, it's funny that with 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 the Cowboys, and it, who knows where these rumors start. But when Earl Thomas was was with with the Seahawks, there were always these rumors that the that the Cowboys were going to get um, Earl Thomas in a trade, and now there's all these rumors that um, a Texas boy Jamal At- um, Jamal Adams from the Jets. There's all this rumor that, that, that the Jets will trade for the Cowboys. It's almost like that the someone in the Cowboy organization is is going around trying to spread these rumors just to. To, to, you know, seed sow some discontent with uh, uh, an Earl Thomas or Jamal Adams. Um, but, yeah, definitely um, it'll be interesting to see if the Cowboys can, um, uh, you know, how they'll handle the safety position this year and going forward.
1: Yeah, they need help because as last year there were way too many 20- or 15-yard you know, over, you know, there was just no, it was hard to uh, watch. But I still think the uh, boys could win the uh, East this year. Um, I think it's going to be uh, tougher, but they're still, I think that's up for um, grabs. There's no team of those four that screams. They're definitely going to uh, win. I think it's going to be up for uh, grabs. So
0: it should be fun, a fun year to watch. What do you think of the, the Eagles selecting Hertz with this, this uh, second round? You know,
2: I do think I respect that team because
1: I think they're a well run team. I don't think it's the move I would have made.
2: Yeah. I yeah, I
0: I think that um their thinking is that while he um is groomed that they can they can use him to run Wildcat. And um, you know, kind you know kind of play like a switch swiss army knife um um kind of kind of player until until he's ready. Um you know, usually you, you'd like your backup quarterback to have a similar style um to your main quarterback. So you know in case your your starting quarterback gets injured injured and they have they have different um different styles or different type of quarterbacks but you know maybe maybe they have plans where they can they can bring him in throw some some gadget plays until he um has a chance to to develop into a quarterback yeah definitely been an interesting draft um thanks for those thoughts tk and folks Um, We've got two special guests that we've had on before that are going to give us their thoughts on what uh, they saw in the draft. Hey folks, we've got the great Bernie Sanders here. Big football fan and he's going to give us his thoughts on the 2020 draft. How are you Bernie? Well Glenn, it's great to be back.
1: Uh, uh, Bernie was a huge fan of the uh, show. And he's just so pumped to be back. You know, Bernie with the campaign, you know, is done. The baseball's not here. I've had a, a lot of time. So it's been fun to sit back and read some uh, and watch the uh, draft.
2: Um, Bern, know that, yes. that, that you believe
0: in your big guy expansion of oh yeah, Security oh, yes. and Medicare. What are your thoughts? You know, given the, that uh, the Raiders have have moved to Las Vegas, what are your thoughts on on expansion in the NFL? Would you like to see any expansion?
1: Well, Glenn, I think expansion is always good. You got to bring in more fans. And the thing that I think most people need to realize is that the biggest city. Doesn't necessarily mean it's the best place for a, a new uh, team. San Antonio, it would be great, but I've been down there. Everyone is a uh, boys fan. They love the uh, boys down uh, there. You you put in a, a new uh, team, no one would uh, watch. It's boys, boys, boys. You know, uh, Los Angeles now has two two. Uh, that's two. You know, I just think it's ridiculous the greed there. But I think we need to leave the us mexico uh, city why not it would make trump mad which i love to uh, see you know cuz he'd hate having a, a team down uh, there they have a population i think it's about it's millions so it's huge a huge fan base and it's great i think it would be fun keep, you could put them in the uh, east and i think it would just be great so let's go south and add an nfl team to uh mexico uh,
0: city that is that is awesome would would you would you build uh so that the, they would be in the on in the east like playing the cowboys
1: oh i think so that'd be a great fit now that'd be a great fit
0: people have said that you're kind of bent towards socialism would you be open now having a team um in russia or any any other expansion so, so we could have two or are you just just mexico
1: that's a great point here's the thing you have it in russia the travel oh my gosh back and forth and the coal. it's just ridiculous that's why they want to put a team where in britain that's just ridiculous you have to travel back and forth i mean can you imagine a team like the Seahawks playing a team in Britain, it just wouldn't work. It's ridiculous. But I do say yes. Let's add a team in uh, Winnipeg. Because why not? It's a cold, cold place. There's not much to uh, do. You know, have some of those negative 10 games in January. It'd be fun.
0: Oh, thank you, Bernie. Uh, So there you have it, folks. Great analysis by Bernie. Let's put a team in Mexico and in Winnipeg. Thank you, Bernie. That's right. Thanks, Glenn. Anytime.
1: All right, folks. So we now have Q. Q is back. And I want to ask you, Q, what did you think of the uh, draft? And did you find any crumbs over these past three days?
2: Thank you, Tiki. Thanks, guys. In <laughs> draft. In a field draft. Lots, lots to unpack there. First, let me, let me, I found lots of things. Too many things for this, this one podcast. Beautiful podcast, by the way, and all my listeners, followers are, are tuned in because you guys get it. Okay, first, Bill Belichick. Did you see the dog? TK, did you see yes, the dog? Yes, yes, okay. I saw the dog. What team has a dog pound? Browns. The browns, the browns the browns okay the browns follow me here now the browns okay tom brady what did he do in tampa bay did he go to leftwich's house no no he broke into another house right yeah that's what right did, when people break into the house what do they do do they take things what is that called a stealer stealing a stealer, stealer yeah. browns and stealers i'm telling you ah. look it's all rigged. Look for the Browns and the Steelers to play in the AFC Championship. The clues were right there. Right there. Okay? So you
1: think the Browns are going to the AFC Championship? Yes. That's of
2: you. <laughs> yes, it's all rigged. It's all rigged. Okay? It's all okay. rigged. Okay. <laughs> AFC. AFC. Did you see Jerry Jones? I did see Jerry Jones. Where was he?
1: I think
2: he was in his yacht. $250 million yacht. $250 million. Wow. Big clue there. When when you have a yacht that big, that's a huge clue. Huge. Okay? Okay. On your yacht, when people, rich people, when they go on their yachts, what do they do? do? What they, are they looking for? They're looking for animals, right? You don't go on there. your yacht to just... Watch T V? No, you're going to look at animals. Okay? What is a sea animal? What sea animal do you look for? Dolphins. Dolphins! Tanner, you follow the crumbs beautifully. <laughs> who's gonna win the who's gonna win the AFC? The Dolphins. The Dolphins. Okay. Dolphins. Who I'm are not... they who are they gonna play? Now, do you like do you like do you like a dog, like a friendly dog, or do you like someone that steals stuff? I like
1: I like a friendly dog.
2: Okay, there you have it. Cleveland Browns versus Miami Dolphins. It's all there.
1: It's all there. Oh, okay, so you're saying Cleveland Browns versus the Dolphins.
2: Yes, it, it, it's written.
1: I, I, I hate to say it, Q, but those teams are both in the AFC.
2: <laughs> Look, don't let the facts distract you. That's the Super Bowl.
1: That's a, okay, so we'll have a realignment between now and, and Q says we'll see the Dolphins and the Browns, a historic first Super Bowl.
2: Exactly. You got to follow the crumbs. Look, the government's got ways to work these things out. Cleveland Browns, Dolphins.
1: Cleveland Browns. All right, well, you heard it here first. Folks, I do not think anyone else will make that pick. So that's right. You, you heard it here first from Q.
0: Wow. Wow. Thanks, Q. Um, thanks, Bernie. Um, I don't think there's any other sports picking podcasts out here that you can, you can get those hard-hitting interviews. Um, that, that, that's the thing that, that I like about our, our podcast, that um, we're not afraid to ask the tough questions. For sure. Um, so TK,
2: any,
0: any final takeaways on the,
1: well, we might be heading into the doldrums of sports now because the draft is behind us and it's kind of the first, but we don't know what the next, you know, is, we don't know what league will come back first. Um, you know, so it's definitely a strange time because you kind of add the draft to think about, and now you're kind of like, what now, I think, in the sports world? Um, GK, do you think, do you have a sense of which league will come back first? Will it be the NBA, college football? Do you have a sense of what is the next live sport that we will see?
0: That's a good question. I, <clears throat> I think it's, it, I, would, I would say it's going to be the, the NBA, because I look at, at um, the NBA, uh hockey and baseball I just think it it would take it's gonna take baseball and and the n h l longer to mm-hmm. to get ready um, yeah I don't think you'd need as long of a you know camp mm-hmm. um For those, those leagues to start. So if I was to make a guess, and that's what the show is about, I would guess that it would be the NBA would start some sort of playoffs in Las Vegas or, or some city.
1: Do you think there'll be, do you think whoever wins, there'll be this weird kind of asterisk around their championship? Because I mean, you know, whoever wins this Vegas tournament, there's been this disruption. It seems to me like. Whoever wins the NHL or NBA, there's always going to be this kind of weird thing around that
0: championship. Yeah, that's a good question. I know that the NFL has had uh, two strike shortened seasons and the Washington Redskins won them both. And I don't I don't think people, you know, they don't they don't focus they don't focus on it that much. I think over time you know, especially if yeah. you the NBA playoffs is is gonna be so competitive. There's mm-hmm. it's like um it's different than when the Bulls won their sixth championship. There's quite a few teams that oh, yeah. that, that have it have a shot. So a team that wins wins a playoff tournament I think they'll definitely definitely be well deserved.
1: And baseball, will that come back this year? Will we see some baseball I think so.
0: Games? I think so. I think I think it's it's will be with empty stadiums. Yep. And I I even think the NFL will will have empty empty stadiums for for most of the season.
1: I think so too.
0: But so
1: yeah, so those are just my final thoughts. Now, just kind of waiting and hopeful for when the sports will start back up. And in the meantime, we'll just have to keep watching our virtual NASCAR.
0: Yes, that's right. Uh, a continuing sponsor of of the a Sports Picks podcast. So, um, you know, maybe we'll do. Uh, You know, podcast in a couple week on the the NASCAR simulation, or hopefully we'll have the NBA playoffs to talk about. But as always, thank you. It's been fun. Oh yeah! Bye everyone. Bye folks. Of Tottenham and Arsenal, I think you know if you want an American, a famous American podcaster to jump on your fanhood, you know, send TK some some. You know, shirts, some hats, um, scarves, what, whatever you can, and may the the better yep. swag win. For sure. I
3: would love that. Yep. Um, yeah, they, they can contact me directly. I don't want to put my where I live out on the show, but they can email me. I will send them info on where they can send it. And yeah, that'd be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know, I want to welcome you to the 12s. Um, it's our our pleasure. We're an open bandwagon. Uh, I joined the bandwagon in around the 2012-2013 uh, era. And yes, I know it's it's bandwagon. I was a unfortunately I was a Joe Joe Namath uh, Jets fan, but uh, you know the ownership of Woody Johnson just made being a fan unbearable. Um, so you know. It's, it's yep. been the lights, you know? I went from the darkness of the dystopic Woody Johnson Jets to, to the light of the Pete Carroll, Paul Allen, Joan Allen uh, Seahawks. And it's been the best um, seven, eight years of my football fandom. Um, there's one team, I think we all have one team that we will never, never give up on. And, and, and for me, it, it it it's it's the Mets and as bad as the Wilpons are, um, you know I, I I think, I mean they I have a sense that, um, you know, um, as inept as they are, they really try to win and they're going to sell the team, which, which is right. great news. I was disappointed that Stephen Cohen wasn't going to buy him, but the Mets are the one team that, through thick and thin, you uh, know.
3: And I should point out, too, I did forget one development. Um, There might be, come this fall, a new location for the podcast. Um, GK might be moving to the Northwest, so we might have some podcasts out of the Northwest, and I might be moving to the Denver-Boulder area for school. Um, We'll still do the podcast. You know, that's the beauty of this interconnected world. We can do call-ins. You can fully expect us to do an NFL preseason show, assuming the NFL starts on time. But Trinity is my 1A college team, and I always say that as it, no matter what, no matter what team, if Texas plays Trinity, if Tulsa plays Trinity, if you know Podunk University plays Trinity, I have to root for Trinity. But my new 1B team, seeing as I'll be going to school in Colorado, will be the um, will be the uh, Buffs. The Colorado Buffs will be my 1B college football team. It'll be fun because I went to a smaller school, so I never gotten the chance to root for a big team where I went to school so it should be fun and um I'll have to do some research and see what how the season is shaping up to be for the buffs
0: go buffs everyone uh, it's been a pleasure thank you for our guests thank you for um, our questions and stay safe and we will see you next time maybe we'll have a recap of the NASCAR simulation race next podcast
2: be a lot of fun.